The journal is brought to you by Treason. Don't just blend, become Splitting Image Taxidermy. Thoughtful, thorough, thankful. Maxis Tires. Covering PHs over any terrain. Magnum Archery. Black Widow Broadheads. Always deadly. Carbon Core Arrows. 100% premium carbon. PH Toolbox. Helping you make your own adventure. Hey guys and welcome to another episode of The Journal. Um, it's been... I, I mean, I, I said to you guys last time that I that I want to do more of this. It's been a huge privilege to sit here and in front of you guys and, and just see what's been happening, how much people really enjoy the content. So thank you so much for everybody that has tuned in um, on any one of the platforms. I mean, the downloads have been coming in flat out. So it really, really is something special. And I'm just so glad that I get to share these sort of experiences and stuff with you guys um yeah beautiful day those of you watching on the youtube please don't forget to like subscribe and turn on the notification bells when our new episodes will be coming out hopefully i did say this last week i'm hoping my my hunting videos start getting released soon uh, we've put a lot of effort into it and that's why we just really want to make our first couple of episodes that we launch uh, something something special something that people remember us for because that's the kind of content that i want to be creating going forward so really really excited about that uh, once again big shout out to reese from yala republic he's uh he's been working non-stop day in and day out uh, since we stopped filming last year um on some really really good content so <clears throat> i can't wait to share it with you guys uh, and just blow up the facebook page you know but yeah guys basically um this week's podcast is i don't think it'll be sorry i've got a bit of hay fever here sitting under this beautiful thatch roof here so if you hear a few funny noises it's <laughs> it's just from the hay fever attack but um yeah so on a on a on a serious note uh something came up last week that uh, didn't sit quite well with me, especially somebody that's just come from the US. Um, in a sense, I'm a little bit taken back um, by what what is what is advertised or what is said. Um, it was sent to me by by, by a follower. Um, I think he took a screen grab of um, of one of the embassy websites, and for me, it was a huge concern to to see the perspective that the rest of the world have um, on us. And the reason why I say this is because... Let me, maybe, maybe let me just read the, the, the statement. Uh, so this gentleman is wanting to come out and do a bow hunt uh, in South Africa. I think it's in the Nilsbrate area. Um, but he was a bit concerned. So obviously following me on social media and podcasts and stuff like that he knew i might have a little bit of more info on it um and he just sent me the screen grab what he read and i'm going to read you the whole thing uh it's quite a bit so just uh just bear with me but uh just the section he sent me is a country uh oh sorry your risk of contracting COVID 19 and developing severe symptoms may be lower if you are fully vaccinated and an fda um, authorized vaccine 
Before planning any international travel, please review the CDC's uh, specific recommendations for vaccinated and unvaccinated travelers. Commercial transportation to and from South Africa is not available or only sporadically available. It may, dif it may be difficult to enter or leave South Africa and travelers should expect delays entering South Africa and or returning to the United States. Visit the embassy's COVID-19 page for more information. So this is obviously coming off one of the U.S. embassy's websites. Uh, South Africa. Violent crimes such as armed robbery, rape, car carjacking, mugging and smash and grab attacks on vehicles is common. There is a high risk of violent crime in the central business district uh, of major cities off the dock. Demonstra demonstrations, protests, and strikes occur frequently. These can develop quickly without prior notification, offer, uh, often interrupting traffic, transportation, and other services, such as events, and potential turn have the potential to turn violent. So, <laughs> there's something about this article that irritates me quite a bit. Um, although it is, it is true. There's, there is um, there is way too much violence, way too much arm robbery, way too much rape, way too much car jacking, mugging, smash and grab, attack, attacks on vehicles. Um, there is way too much of that. But firstly, if we had to just dissect this actual statement, uh, which I assume, uh, as it's as it says here. Uh, in the second paragraph um, of the of the screen grab, it says, "Yeah, uh, visit the embassy COVID nineteen page." So, which means it comes from one of the U.S. embassies, whether it's here in, in South Africa or from the United States. So, just to address uh, the first part of the of, of the screen grab, commercial transport to and from South Africa is not available or only sporadically available. It may be difficult to enter or leave South Africa, and travelers should expect delays entry in South Africa and returning. the The thing about this is 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 it's a broad it's a broad statement to make. Yes, of course, there's going to be delays, but it's not just delays because people are forcing the delays. I mean, there can be delays because of of basic things uh, like normal delays normally happen you know operation on aircrafts and stuff like that so it's not that people are, are actually just trying to keep you out of here and and secondly the commercial transport to and from south africa is not available or only sporadically i mean there's regular flights that united have flying direct uh, qatar now flying in there's so many airlines starting to open up into south africa i think british airways is open up now and all these sort of things so really the u.s are painting this 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 dangerous picture or not dangerous but this this weird picture of how difficult it is to get into south africa and one of my concerns was when i was over in the shows is actually how many people um i never thought this was possible but i actually couldn't understand how many why how many people were actually just afraid to fly they were scared to fly. They were scared to get on the on the airplane and come over here because this is what's being embedded into them. Guys, traveling these days is not easy and it's not how it was. I mean, it's different now. You have to wear your masks and all that sort of stuff. But it's not, by no means, is it difficult um, or 
it might be a little bit unpleasant, but depends how what sort of traveler you are. I don't mind flying. I don't mind uh, sitting at airports and doing all that sort of stuff. So, you know, for me, it's a it's a pretty easy flight and it's a pretty easy way to get around things. But I mean, just just to clear it up, it really isn't um, as bad as what this paragraph makes it sound to be to come into South Africa. And just to address the first part of it. Uh, De developing uh, severe symptoms um, may be lower if you are fully vaccinated FDA. Um, before planning any international, please review the CDC-specific recommendations for vaccinated and unvaccinated travelers. You don't have to be vaccinated to come into South Africa. You don't have to. Uh, keep that in mind. And then the rest of it with the traveling. Guys, yeah sure there's going to be delays and yeah sure there, there are going to be situations that it might be difficult to get a connecting flight because there's not as many as what there used to be but it's by no means an impossible task it's by no means um you know uh difficult to get out of the country anymore uh those times those those things have passed uh there's a lot more flights going in and out of the country uh we've proven this i mean we've had well over a couple thousand people just in the exhib exhibiting shows that have been in the last two months fly in and out of south africa to america and back without any hiccups yeah there might have been minor stuff but that's that's just how traveling is and that's just how it goes so please by all means i mean this that that's where the article starts getting sketchy then the violent crimes such as probably bloody bloody blah it's a very generalization statement and and this this particular guy that sent this was his concern and to try and explain it to people is that guys when you're coming over to south africa you are in the full care of your outfitter or your professional hunter whatever the case may be your tour guide um or anything and if you don't have that don't be afraid to ask the question where's a good place to go i mean when we were i'll never forget i must have been a couple of years just before I left school, we went over to the US and we landed up in Atlanta, but in, in a really sketchy place in Atlanta. Some, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't want to be there again. And, and these places are all over. So there are definitely going to be places where violent crimes, armed robbery, rape, carjacking and stuff are more frequent. But we're not going to take you there. We're not going to go and take you and say, hey, listen, uh, John, we're going to take you to where the highest number of carjackings is in South Africa. That's that's ridiculous. I mean, to put this in, yeah, I understand they they uh, they're trying to warn their citizens, but it, you know, it's such a broad statement. It's, it's almost I almost get the impression that the U.S. are saying that they don't have these sort of issues, and for me, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a slap on the wrist or slap in the face to us because it really just paints us in such a bad light and and i don't and i don't want this to happen um but yeah i'm not going to say there isn't i'm going to say we are probably if not one of the top five countries that have got the highest ratio of this but it's not to say that 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 it's it, it occurs 90% of the time, which I sort of get the feeling that this article is writing about. And maybe I am being a little bit biased because I'm a little bit frustrated about how this is and, and the perspective it's trying to um, 
give the uh, the audience that are reading this and it's 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 a little bit frustrating but you know again it just it doesn't mean don't ask your outfitter um, about these sort of things you know find out what sort of areas you're going to how often demonstrations or, or, or how often have they been attacked and stuff like that um, you know uh, there's there's outfitters these days have implemented systems in place um, I'm pretty sure you can drive now on most dirt roads and as far as stock theft units and all that uh, uh, poaching patrols um, secret services that are that are out there looking after rhinos and stuff that you don't even know are on those properties all these systems have been improvised and imp implemented in place because guys like i said are, are improvising they're, they're making sure that their haven their little area is as safe as possible because they don't want to lose money they don't want to lose guests they don't want to lose stock they don't want to have poaching running around and stuff like that so it's it's really really important to to understand that that yeah sure these things have been happening but trust but trust us when we say that there's people that have put systems in place to prevent this from happening at the safari lodge or uh, closer to town wherever it may be you know demonstration protest strikes occur frequently that is 100 percent true uh, i think south africa is way uh way too sensitive when it comes to this sort of stuff i mean we right now i can tell you now there's about three towns within a 45 minute radius drive of us that are all doing protests for service delivery um yeah sure do they burn tires and block the roads and stuff 100 percent. but we've always got ways around it we're always improvising and making sure do we ever feel that our lives are in danger never i've never been into a situation that i'll be that i will take myself my family or any one of my clients for that matter into a situation where i feel mildly um in danger I, I just i would never do that um but there's never been a situation especially down here in the eastern cape it's a lot milder compared to other places but that's just how i feel um these can develop quickly with our prior notification often uh interrupting traffic and transport guys with social media with tr with uh, uh the way things are now communication the way it is i mean just you know you you hear these things so quickly everybody's just connecting and it really is not as bad as what they make it out to be um potential to turn into a violent situation 100 percent, it really does it did in durban um, and it's not a good thing for our country it's not a good perspective to leave on our country but to say that people once you get here you're going to be unsafe is <sighs> It's not impossible let me let me just say that it's not impossible but it's highly unlikely it highly it really is highly unlikely we have had a few incidents i'm sure that some foreign uh, foreign internationals have been involved in I, I i couldn't but you know you're coming over yeah you're coming over to experience africa you could be hunting a, a cape buffalo as well you know and get thrown into a tree and stuff so guys it's all with perspective and I get a little bit upset about that article because it does persuade people in a negative light and i think if if anything africa 
USA, Europe, wherever, whichever embassy, you should be encouraging one another to travel and experience different cultures and stuff because the world is so connected as it is now. So to experience it would just be something more special. Um, I don't, I never did my research before this um, about what South Africa was saying about the US embassy, but I can almost do. I can almost guarantee it wouldn't be nothing negative about it. Um, now with COVID, uh, it might just be telling you to get your regular test or be vaccinated or something like that. But that's basically it. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, the hay fever is killing me today. Um, but yeah, guys, so basically that's just what I wanted to address. I just wanted to clear the air about this. Um, you know, Africa is a dangerous place. It really is. But we, when you when you entrust into a safari company or professional hunter, um, you entrust in your life, and that's what we have indemnity forms here. But you know, he's never going to put his life in a dangerous situation. And I would hate to find anyone that's willing to put an overseas or an international guest in a very in a negative or dangerous situation and i don't think there's people out there that would do that but you just never know but honestly guys i think majority of us are all here for the good reasons and yeah and your safety is our, our priority you know so take that to heart and and you use it you know and i would love to start the discussion on on any one of the social media platforms whether it be youtube or whatever if you guys have had any bad experiences in South Africa where you thought that your life might be in danger other than being on safari like attacked by a lion or buffalo or whatever it may be, then just, you know, just let me know. Um, I want to hear about these situations. I want to hear about these um, uh, these moments and stuff that, that might have changed your perspective on how your safari is going forward. So, yeah, that's that's what I would like to hear. Other than that... It's a beautiful place. Uh, we've got a lot of beautiful animals and uh, it's an interesting time ahead. Yeah, guys, so, well, that's pretty much what this podcast was all about. Um, I hope I add a little bit of value. I just feel that when, when, when situations like this occur, I would just like to address them because, and what better way to address it than on, you know, a platform where so many people have been listen listening to over the past couple of, of weeks, which which I'm very very grateful for, um, but obviously taking in into account uh, the possibilities and and truth, you know. So it is what it is on the ground. I'm telling you from this perspective, but yeah, it's it's you know, uh, I start my I've officially started my season. But um, I start hunting again on the 2nd of March. I'm really looking forward to this one. I've got a couple of uh, unique species, let's call them that. Uh, Tiny 10 stuff. Uh, blue darker, I'm really, really excited about that. Heading down to the coast. Hopefully we can get a blue darker and nice pushback. And uh, yeah, blue darker on bait is never going to be easy. Uh, when I say bait, uh, blue darkers are difficult animals to hunt. So... You know, you always, uh, if I can try and explain, you, you're in a thick forestry area and you either drive them with dogs uh, and the dogs push them past you. So you'll be set up in a little clearing where a lot of the foot traffic has been happening for Blue Darker. And you would sit there and as the dogs drive them past, because they'll, they'll constantly drive 
one or two blue darker past that little specific area and you sit there with a shotgun you've got to be extremely quick but obviously you can't be too picky because whatever blue darker comes across this is a difficult hand for me but it's one that i would would encourage people to experience and uh yeah i think it's a it's a unique way of hunting them but when i talk about baits i mean blue darkers uh often obviously in these thick 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 forestry areas will come into certain water holes so you go out there and you plan your 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 routine um where you're going to sit if you want to more than welcome to put up trail cams uh, to try and get patterns uh, on them when they come into certain water holes to feed um or or or, or drink um sometimes what you do is you you set up over a watering hole or you set up where they've been either you know coming in bedding down uh and and you sit and wait and you you got to wait ever so still because they are sat in the tree lines and in the bush it's it's very very good and obviously you're playing with the wind because once you get inside there the wind can swirl at an instant so yeah there's a lot of factors that come into play but it really is a special hunt it's a special little animal uh, it's part of the tiny 10 and yeah it's 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 something that i cherish very very close fortunately this I've, I've done the dogs now with pat and a couple of other guys um and now this time it's my first time i'll actually we're not even using blinds the last time i used a blind sitting over a watering hole now we've got to go in there because what happens is with the blinds is that you can't really shift it with the wind number one and number two it creates an object in the bush that the blue darkers don't really familiarize themselves with you know over a short period of time which often happens with normal game but uh it also affords it it's uh it's almost like a block so what you do is you change that animal's pattern so if he was coming in along one footpath and now all of a sudden he's got a big blind there i mean he's changing his footpath but he doesn't make it uh, to that specific watering hole he shifts on to the next one whatever the case may be so this one's going to be interesting um we're hunting it down there in the port elizabeth area just on the other side of port elizabeth towards hanky and uh we we're going to sit in trees um, so that there's no disruption on the ground. Uh, we've elevated. Um, but the other thing is is that it's it's all about movement when you get into the trees. There's a lot of obstacles there. The tree can move, creak, uh, that will spook them off and stuff. But they've, they've been constantly coming in in a couple of pairs. Um, so I'm excited about that one. So, yeah, that's, this is going to be good. Um, but, yeah, uh, other than that, Really looking forward to a good 2022 season and thank you to everybody that has supported us. Like I said, if you haven't yet, please like, subscribe, turn on the notifications. If you're listening to this on any one of the other platforms, just getting in contact with me and just listening is just, uh, it's really, really special and I thank you so much. This all helps um, for, you know, for prolonging this whole thing and I, I thoroughly enjoy sitting here and talking to you guys. Well, guys, that... Uh, nice short and sweet and to the point um i hope there was a little bit of value in this um but until then if you are happy hunting stay safe stay blessed and stay humble catch up with you guys soon cheers